Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 36. Today, we will be discussing The Walking Dead, season 9, episodes 13 and 14, with the theme of confrontation. And also, we'll be talking about the movies Ben is Back, Triple, Frontier, and Green Book. Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? I'm doing really well, Diana. How about you? I'm doing awesome. Great. Yeah, I had my improv last night and it went really well and it was awesome. It was uh, our final performance for a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we just, this weekend we went to a wedding in downtown San Jose Uh and it was so much fun and I got to get dressed up, do my makeup, you know, do my hair. So um, the husband and I, we had a good time. Uh, lots of family. Yeah, that's was, always nice. I love weddings. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Nice. Thank you. Sounds good. So I was thinking. Yes. How far would you go to protect your family in an apocalypse? Well, being that you ask, <laughs> I'm always thinking about that. I, I would go extremely far. I would do anything to protect my family. So I'd have to say... If I were confronted by a threat, I would go the extra mile and do what I could to protect and survive. Yeah. How about you? I I think I would too. I I don't know. It's like what would you do? Yeah. Would you take things out of the hands of other people to feed your oh, family. Oh, that's so hard. Right, because I don't such, think I ever would. Yeah, I'm but such a moral person when yeah, it me comes too. to I just That would be a really hard decision. But I do think that if someone were to try to take something from me, right, yeah. I would defend for sure. I would yes. go, you know, that extra, extra mile. Yeah. And I would hope to have those skills instilled with my family. Mm -hmm. I want them to know how to defend and protect themselves as well. And, you know, I feel like as a mother, and you probably relate, you know, you want your kid to grow up knowing how to protect themselves. So we teach them, you know, in just our society, but in the apocalyptic world, that would be a whole nother level of defense and protect. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, yeah. I just, I don't like to think that I would be that person to right. take, you know. Of course. I Yeah, I don't think that would be me either. But it's like, oh, if you were put in that position and you had uh, two last bars of something and everybody's mm-hmm. starving, you know, would you divvy it up and share with other people and families or would you give it on the slide to your kid? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. That's so hard. Yeah. Hopefully, if we were with other groups, with, you know, survive, like um, survivalists, you know, where the adults, mm-hmm. you know, we're all on the same page. I, I think that I would, I, I would hope that I would take care of all the children. Yes. And then us parents would be responsible enough to. Yeah. But apparently, it isn't always like that, you know. And, <laughs> I know. So. And we had talked about being around fruit trees, right? Because yes. we need to be where there's. You know, we wouldn't have to fight over food, hopefully, if we were near things that were being, that were growing. Right. If we could get, you know, apples or oranges or whatever it is. I was thinking mangoes. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I think of the Jungle Book and mangoes. (laughs) Just give me anything. Yes. (laughs) Anything. I would love that. So, yeah. Good question. So, 
Let's post this to our listeners. Yes. What would you do in a z- apocalypse? I was going to say zombie apocalypse, yeah. but it could be any, any kind apocalypse. of apocalypse. Yeah. Please let us know on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Just go to our uh, webpage yeah. and list it in our web notes and uh, you can find us there. Yes. Let us know. And now for our recaps. Season 9, Episodes 13, Choke Point. I have to say, this was an exciting episode. Daryl, Connie, Henry, and Lydia flee the whispers, but Beta is on their tail. Connie leads them to a building she has stayed at before to set up an ambush for Beta. While they wait for his arrival, Henry and Lydia share a kiss. A horde of walkers arrive at the choke point with Beta, who makes his way into the building. Daryl and Beta have a one-on-one action-filled fight, leaving Beta defeated. Yes! Meanwhile, at the kingdom, Jerry delivers a letter to Ezekiel and Carol that a new group, the Highwaymen, are demanding payment or they won't let them pass to the fair. Ezekiel rounds up his troops, heads to the Highwaymen camp, and is ready for battle. But Carol proposes another plan, and it works. Season 9, Episode 14, Scars. Michonne and Judith are at crossroads with each other's views and opinions about the safety of their friends. Judith wants to go find her friends Daryl, Henry, Connie, and Lydia on their journey back to the kingdom. Michonne realizes that Judith is gone. Michonne goes after Judith and comes across a field of walkers and kills them all with her katana, which brings her to the flashback of how she got the scar. Pregnant Michonne runs into a friend that she knew from her childhood. Her friend Jocelyn was with a group of children, and after she and Michonne reunite, Jocelyn robs Alexandria's infirmary, food store, and the children, including Judith. Pregnant Michonne and Daryl went looking for them, and they get knocked out and gagged. They are restrained and branded by the children of the corn. (laughs) Eventually, they get free and look for Judith. Michonne ends up fighting Jocelyn, killing her and her children. Otherwise, she could have been killed and lost Judith. She did what she had to do, a mother defending her child. Hey, Diana. Yeah. I was wondering, um, for the theme today, uh, confrontation, Mm -hmm. where did you see any of that in these episodes? I saw it definitely with Daryl and Beta's confrontation. I mean, it is huge. It is the biggest fight scene ever done on The Walking Dead. These characters match in intensity, and Beta is skillful and a good strategist, which makes it an even match. Mm -hmm. And even though Beta towers over Daryl and has brute strength, I think Daryl is quick and able to maneuver around this big guy. And Daryl treats him like a treat. And I heard him say that. And wants to chop him down, which is perfect because once he does, it pushes him over and he goes down the elevator shaft. Even so, Beta survives, I can't believe it, and gets up and pulls a knife out of his chest. I mean, what is he, superhuman? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Beta will hunt Daryl at this point. Yep. That's that's scary. Yeah. Because he's probably so, so mad. I mean, he looked like, like you said, a superhuman. Um, 
he kind of looked like a creature to me. <laughs> just like, how do you survive a- that? Yeah. You know? Like alien or yeah. not alien, but well, you I know, mean, kind of somebody from. Yeah. Yeah. Alien. Somebody mm. from another. <laughs> something. Yeah. I was like, wait, this is. Didn't that hurt? <laughs> yeah. He just, and then just the way that he looks up, he's like, you I know, know, I know. And he's not even hurt <laughs> after falling all those. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. No broken bones. You know, he's like, Ugh, I don't know. I know that fight was scary. And even when he put Daryl's neck on that saw blade. And, yes. But thank God. I mean, I love Daryl because he's so resourceful. Yeah. And he gets his knife and stabs him. So. Well, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. So. And, and they're both so strategic. You know, Correct. when Beta comes through with the door to defend himself like a shield. Right. But then Daryl gets underneath those floorboards yes. and hides there. Good thing he, you know, good thing that was a part of a resource, too. Right. You know, where Connie had hid all the um, supplies the from supplies, so yeah, And he was able to see her pull that apart. Right. So right. he was like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to use this. Exactly. I know, he's so smart. Yeah. What about you? Where did you see Oh, yeah. Confrontation. Well, confrontation was definitely, I felt like this um, was, you know, part of the um, awakening, a realization with Daryl and Connie. So Daryl doesn't trust Lydia and Connie confronts Daryl and she insists that Lydia stays with them. Daryl tells Connie that if Lydia does stay, their friends will die. Mm -hmm. And Connie responds to Daryl at least we have friends because Lydia doesn't. Uh, she has no one nor anything, really. So she might as well stay with them, be part of their group, and, you know, just be accepted, trust, and take her in. So I, I appreciate the fact that Connie, as tiny as she is tiny. and as silent as she is, yeah. she's got a big voice. Yeah. And she's not afraid to use it. Yeah. With Kind of an intimidating guy. You know, he's very standoffish. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he's just not, he doesn't seem as approachable or maybe understanding or reasoning, but she was able to grasp his attention yeah. when they went to go look for Henry. And so they've just been partners ever since. Yeah. And so she feels very comfortable to talk to him about it and confront him. I love how you say she has a big voice when she has no physical voice, but yes. something about her he listens to yes oh you know I just, which is so yeah it's so awesome like he yeah. just ah, i just love it i love their chemistry and it's really working i know and, i know and we had talked about how he really sees her and has to look at her right in order to communicate with her so right. i think that that's creating that relationship between yes. them too He respects her, you know? Mm -hmm. He does. He he really, really does. Well, because she is smart and she is resourceful and Mm -hmm. she is also tactical and and everything else that, yes, he totally respects that of her. So he's like, hey, she's kind of cool. I like her. I think he's, (laughs) honestly, as distant as Daryl can be and as, you know, I know a lot of the fans really wanted him to be with Carol. Yeah. I think he might be falling in love. I know. <laughs> oh, we'll so see. it's funny when you say that he she has he has to look at her when he talks to her uh-huh. because she reads lips and yeah. I know that can be for me it's kind of a drag to have to look at somebody every time they talk for yeah. example my children <laughs> yeah when they're like mom mom 
And I'm like preoccupied. I'm like, yes, just tell me what it is. But they don't tell me until I look at them. That can get really exhausting. So I commend him for taking that time, having that patience and communicating with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where else did you see confrontation? Oh, most definitely with Michonne because Mm. she has to confront her past. So finally, we get to see where these scars came from. And we have been dying to know what Michonne and Daryl have been through together. And we see it through this episode. And I thought it was done so well. And I loved how the story weaved the past together with the present day. We get to see how far Michonne goes to protect her children and how Judith helps her heal. I loved how they incorporated the flashbacks And I appreciated when Michonne was in the battle with the kids that she swung her sword and it would match up with present day when fighting off the walkers. And it showed her decapitating these walkers instead of the kids. Yes. And I felt so bad for her because she tried so hard to save these lost brainwashed kids, but it was just too late, except for Winnie, who I'm not sure if it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and will they show up again? I mean, he, he, he just ran off. off. Yeah. So I'm just really curious if he will show up again. Um, and I, I also really liked the exchange that Negan and Michonne had about Judith. I think it was super instrumental in changing Michonne's mind. Yes, I think so too. And I'm glad that they were able to, uh, she can have that moment with him because I felt like that really helped her process the um, confrontation where she opening up to Judith. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, Judith really wants her mom to let in new people. And Michonne has her reasons why she does not agree with her daughter. In order for Judith's voice to be heard, she takes matters into her own hands and leaves Alexandria. When Michonne went after her, Judith runs into trouble, requires her mom's help, and Judith confronts her mom. And questions why they stopped loving Daryl, Aunt Maggie, mm-hmm. Carol, and the King. And Judith's heart is so big, and most importantly, her honor and her loyalty to her adopted family. Mm-hmm. She loves them. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to turn her back on the people she loves, but needs her mom's support. And she has the strength to talk about it as a little child. And even when her mom didn't think she was ready to understand, being that she is a child, Daryl definitely had Judith's back and told her she's more than that. I know. You know, so that was another um, really strong confrontation that I saw. Mother-daughter yes. relationship. It was so important. It was for so important. Judith, as well as Michonne, mm-hmm. to face all mm-hmm. of this. And it opens us up to why she does not want to let new people in. Why yeah. she was, you know, she had that um, council meeting with uh, Father Gabriel about the um, the radio tower and no, that means Alexandria survives. And so why was right, she yeah. being so yeah. closed off? Now we know. Yeah, now it makes so yeah. So we makes have sense. the answers yes. that we were looking for. Yeah, yeah. And they were good ones. I mean, yeah. it it really validated why she was. I mean, yes, maybe she shouldn't have been that way, but it just totally makes sense. And I don't fault her for that because yeah. she was really wanted the safety of her family, and safety nothing was family. more important. Yeah. And Jocelyn, like, okay, um, you know, I've known you for 15 years, even prior the apocalypse. And she, because she recognized her, she knew her from back then, she's different. 
She's changed. She's not the same person. So opening up those doors to somebody that she knew, you can't forget that this is a new world. And I love that when she was talking to Mm Daryl and saying, um, how could I not see it? How Mm -hmm. could I not? Because you start to blame yourself when things go wrong. Right. And he's all because she's evil and you're not evil. Yep. Yep. That was in her heart, not yours. And so that's why you couldn't recognize it. Right. Yes. So it was an it was really a good episode. I loved it. I was so it was I was it was so powerful. Yeah. Hey, Diana. Yeah. Were there anything else that you noticed in these episodes? Yes. So I was super excited after seeing episode 13 with the epic battle between Beta and Daryl. But then came along episode 14 with Michonne and her journey with Daryl and Judith, and it was even better than episode 13. And I count it up there as one of the best episodes, along with episode A, which is in season four, episode 16, and that's the one where Rick bites that marauder's neck after them attempting to rape um, Carl and kill Michonne and and all of that. And... um, and then, you know, that moment between him and Daryl yes. was so awesome. But you're my brother. And um, then Too Far Gone, season four, episode eight. And that was when Herschel gets killed by the governor. And then The Grove, season four, episode 14, which was where Carol kills Lizzie. Look at the flowers. Yes. That episode. Yes. And then um, season nine, episode five, what comes after, which is, of course, when Rick's last episode and where he sees Herschel and Shane Mm -hmm. and Sasha. I just love that episode. And then that's where we see the time jump with Judith. And I just thought that was like one of the big twists that I absolutely love. So those are my favorite episodes. So it's, it's been really good. Season nine has been so good. Right. So I'm really excited. And also, um, other things I noticed was the song called Souvenir by Boy Genius that played while pregnant Michonne looked for Rick and she finds his gun. Um, And I checked out that song and I really love it. And you should check that out if you get the chance. It's a three girl band and they it's the song is just really good. Mm And um, it's funny because I was also reading how people were dogging on Lori, even though she's been gone since season three. Right. Because, you know, here Michonne is pregnant and looking for Rick, any signs of Rick. Mm -hmm. And then even with the time jump, she's still looking for Rick. Right. And Lori was with Shane like within seven days. Yeah. So, I mean, she didn't even leave him a note. Right. You know, to the, at the hospital, like, hey, babe, I'm heading out. Come find me. Or at home. Because <laughs> he whatever. went home. Yeah. If he were to get, you, you know, know what? just something. Even that. Yeah. I don't Yeah. That was, that part was. Weird. I mean, that was so, I mean, I think that's why everybody was so mad. Poor Lori. I mean, actress in real life because. Yeah. Her character. Know, yeah. Sleazy. It's like, what? <laughs> What's up with you? And also a Carol. Um, with her vulnerability with the highwayman, I mean, she is like a chameleon. I mean, she's pragmatic. She negotiates and sizes people up. And she will be whomever she needs to be or whatever the situation calls for. And she doesn't always look for violence. Mm -hmm. Um, 
unless it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And I love that on The Walking Dead that um, she had said, if none of that works, then she'll just set them on fire. Mm. And uh, and then Judith and Daryl, their talk there on the dock mm-hmm. was, the first of all, the setting was awesome. Yeah. And then um, I like that she asks him, what would my dad do? Yep. And um, she goes, yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she knew the answer yeah. to that. She's just, just such a smart cookie. She is. And then uh, Tammy, when she put that baby in the chest. Yep. Um, which I thought was a great idea. Yeah. It was ingenious. Yes. Because uh, you got to take that baby wherever you go. You do. So bubble keep it, baby and keep it away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> keep it away from the walkers yeah. and everything else. And keeping they, it yeah, safe. That's I, I love that. Um, you know, all the little details, mm-hmm. you know, and that was just it's part of what I love yeah. about The Walking Dead. So what are the things did you notice? Well, I noticed that Michonne was lost and scared after losing Rick and Carl. And she admitted to that to Judith, that she was even more lost when she lost Judith, you know? And so that was really hard for her to go through. And she and Alexandria decided to only take care of people of their community because of losing Judith to her friend Jocelyn and Mm -hmm. those other children. And she realized that it it wasn't a good thing to let people in after all and doing what she had to do to keep Judith safe. She would do it. She did it for her family, you know, and her family is Alexandria. She did it um, for the community, even though it's not what Rick or Carl would have done or wanted for Alexandria. They wanted Alexandria to, to grow at some point, you know, and obviously they, kept Negan alive yeah, for a reason. And I feel like she has something to do with, well, she possibly, that might have something to do with the falling out with Maggie. Yeah. And not letting people in. Because they still haven't really touched up on that. Not yet. And um, I think they're going to touch up with, um, at the fair, you mm-hmm. know, because Michonne's mm-hmm. supposed to be going to yeah. the trade fair. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll open up some more doors for us. Right. Um, Daryl and Michonne also seem to share the similar trust issues by not letting people, new people in. Mm-hmm. And Daryl, um, you know, he's, we, sh- we saw that Connie opened up his eyes to letting Lydia in. And that must be something that um, Connie is capable of doing to enlighten Daryl mm-hmm. at this point. Right. Just the same as Judith has done for Michonne. Yeah. So Daryl seems to have grown from mm-hmm. this experience particularly. And moving forward um, with the, you know, um, the fair. And we'll just see what happens with Lydia and Daryl and seeing if he opens up. I think they... Thinking back, I mean, they're all on their journey, right? Because even Rick had moments of when he didn't trust people yep. and he kept people out and then he would trust people and he let people in and then he'd get burned somehow. Mm-hmm. And so right now it's just Michonne's time. It's just so interesting that Daryl has those feelings because he was telling Lydia 
while she was imprisoned that they're trying to build a new world. Mm -hmm. But you got to be careful who you let in. So it's a little bit contradictory, actually, now that I'm thinking about that part of time. So how do you build if you don't trust? But then it's hard because because if you do trust, you get killed or your friends get killed. So you have to you have to read be able to read people, too. Oh, yeah. And And that's why I think Michonne was so devastated with what she had gone through Mm -hmm. because she was trusting. Look, see, she was trusting and look what happened to her. Yeah. And that's why she backed off. So, I mean, it's just it's so hard in this world. Yeah. I love how in the beginning seasons, how many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed? Oh, yeah. The, the you know? three questions. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now it's gotten to this point where I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know. We really have to have a protocol for trust. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, because everybody is just like coming up with their own world mm-hmm. intermixed. And so, you know, it's just it's kind of crazy. But I love that. Michonne is open to at least listening. You know, I mean, she had her plan. She followed it, but she's not totally closed off. Like, I'm not going to listen to anybody. I'm just going to do what I want to do and keep everybody safe and not worry about anything else. But she listened. She's listening to Judith and Daryl. Yeah. And Negan. Right. So that's good. Well, she almost lost her daughter. Exactly. So she had to, like, she realized something, you know. I mean, like, think about today's society like you almost lose your kid like but you want to mm-hmm. lock them up even yeah. more you yes. know and she actually was like oh she, you know when daryl touched her shoulder and yeah. she she's like well she's just a kid and he's like well she's more than just that mm-hmm. so she you know she's she's you know being coached mm-hmm. by daryl by negan and by the whole experience revisiting the yeah. past yeah um something else that i noticed was I absolutely love this part when Daryl interrupted Henry and Lydia's kiss. (laughs) Yeah. In the choke point. That was hilarious when they're just, you know, all in their secret world together. And Daryl responds, hey, (laughs) let's go. Well, I think at that point he still didn't know how much he trusted Lydia Mm -hmm. and didn't want Henry to get so caught up and absorbed in that and wanted to pull that back a little bit. Teenagers. Yeah. Uh, I also really love the Highwaymen. I'm so excited to get to know these characters. I loved it when they came in on their horses and helped Mm -hmm. Hilltop with the tree. That was victorious for me. And I hope that I see more of the Highwaymen in a good place. Yeah. So that is what I noticed. Those are good things. Thank you. Hey, Diana. Yes, Brooke. I was wondering, why do you love The Walking Dead? I love The Walking Dead because it thrills me. I get scared, upset. The characters move me. I love Judith and the actress that plays her. She is so amazing. Kaylee Fleming. She's awesome. Yes, she is. She's such a great attribute to this season. She is. I don't know how they found her. Yeah. Well, thank goodness. I'm just glad that, I mean, I loved when Judith was a baby, but we've had baby Judith for a very long time. Yeah. So it's nice to see I that like, she's evolved into, a, yeah. you know, um, her own mindset. And I just love using the term that she's her father and brother's legacy. Yes. You know, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. She it's totally so is. It's so. Adorable, so. And because I miss Rick and Carl. Yeah. <laughs> she's wearing the hat. They were my favorite characters. They were your favorite Glenn. characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I miss Rick, too. 
Yeah. He's awesome. He he did such a good job, you know, leading the the show and you know, there were just so many relationships built mm-hmm. up, you know, upon him mm-hmm. and just the leadership role. He did such a, an amazing job. Yeah. Even when he felt like he didn't want to be leader. Right. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes, mm-hmm. And sometimes he didn't make the best decisions or decisions that everybody wanted. But oh, I was always, I'm always Team Rick. Just because um, if he does, doesn't make a good decision, it's not based on him being evil or bad or anything like that. It's just based on trying to take care of of his family or his friends. Yeah. I think he went he went he went in crossroads when they got to Alexandria and then he was feuding with Pete. Oh yeah. And yeah. then Morgan came and you know just that whole time time period was mm-hmm. was really difficult for him yeah. to adapt to that society and like he felt that he had to wake everybody up mm-hmm. look at this world you people yeah. know nothing yeah and so that that was that seemed hard on him as leader remember how dirty he was when he got to alexandria yeah and his crazy beard yeah, they, they did that on purpose these guys have been out on the road and you know kind of like he just looks so fit. Like, I remember he put his hand on the wall mm-hmm. when he was talking to Deanna. Yeah. And it left a dirt mark. Yeah. I was like, ooh. But he cleaned up nice. Yeah, he shaved up. And that was pretty cute. But yeah. then yeah. he got his hair cut. Mm-hmm. Put on that sheriff's outfit. Yes. <laughs> clean jacket. Yeah. Take charge. Good. So why do you love The Walking Dead? Well, I love The Walking Dead because there is a lot of change this season and introducing the new characters and building up their personas with such great introductions. We are able to get to know new characters pretty easily Mm -hmm. as if they've always been a part of the show. And I really like that. They are memorable characters and the actors are able to keep up with the script so well Mm -hmm. that it's totally believable. Yeah. Totally believable. So I'm really happy with the way that the show is going, with the writers, the new actors. It just seems like they're so happy to be there. And I thought it was really interesting that Yumiko's character Mm -hmm. or her, you know, the actress, Uh she admitted on The Talking Dead that she's never even watched the show. Oh, yes. I was like, I oh. heard that. My I jaw was like on the floor <laughs> like, and yeah. my tongue rolled out yeah. down the street. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So. But she got caught up real quick. She did. She's, yeah. she's such a good asset. I yeah. like her character. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, they need to come uh, to the Bay Circle Area back. here yeah. and like, oh, let's pick these two girls who, who work on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Let's put them into we our. Get, um, yeah. Our show. Yeah. We're yeah. going to... That's gonna, our goal. Yes, we to are. get on The Walking Dead somehow. That is our goal. And we are going to build up our followers, our community. And so if you are out there listening, share our podcast with your family, with your friends. Yeah. Message us. Contact us. <laughs> yeah. Comment on us. We're a community. Yes. Walking Dead fans. We love it. So we want people like you. Yeah. Okay, Diana, let's talk about who the award goes to for our favorite character, quote, or moment. 
My favorite character is Michonne. She is phenomenal as a warrior and mother. And Denai Guerrera deserves an Emmy. Mm -hmm. Listen, Emmy people. (laughs) Give it (laughs) to her. You haven't given Walking Dead any any credit. And they're so good. And, um, you know, don't mess with Mama Bear because she will slice you up. And dice you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to mess with that. Who is your favorite character, quote, or moment? Well, my favorite quote um, in Scar was when Judith and Michonne were talking. And Judith told Michonne, her mom, you're my mom. You chose to be because you love me and I love you. Oh, I love that. I know. You know and what? They really do love each other. And it's it's really, truly like mom and daughter. It's not. Oh, for sure. For sure. I have to put that on a Mother's Day card for my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's a good she one. She chose yeah. me. So. I love it. Yeah. So, hey, Diana. Yes, Brooke. Question. Uh-huh. What else are you currently watching on TV? Well, I have all my reality shows that yeah. I watch. I'm Ooh. watching The Voice. Uh-huh. And John Legend is a new judge this time, Ooh. along with Kelly Clarkson and Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. So, I just love it. It's one of my top reality shows that mm-hmm. I love to watch. It's just a good competition. They're, they have great chemistry. And of course, I'm watching Survivor Ooh. in its 30-something season. What? It's crazy. I know. It's like 30-something. I don't even know what, but it's something. That's crazy. How many yeah. uh, episodes or seasons do they do I in a year? I think they do two a year. Two seasons. I think so. Dang. Yeah. So 17 years about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. It I can't is even crazy. believe that. Wow. But it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I still watch it. You do. Yeah. And um, I have others, uh, but I, I want to talk about The Talking Dead quickly because mm-hmm. um, on the episode with Ryan Hurst, again, we're going back to Rick because, yes, he's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I loved hearing him talk about Andrew Lincoln, the person, and that how even though he's off the show, mm-hmm. he came back to the set five hours to check it out and told Ryan where to eat in town and teaches him backgammon. And then it was funny because Ryan says he's falling in love with him. Ooh. And uh, and I think Chris Hardwick said, yeah, what's not to, you know, fall in love with? You just want to have like tea with him, you know? Oh. It's just very cool. So I just really love it. Sweet. And then um, I'm continuing to watch This Is Us, the current season, and I know you're on the first season. Yep. And just keep watching it. Um, it's been really interesting. And right now, of course, there's you know, plots happening with different people, but uh, Randall and Beth, who are married, are having some marital issues. And it's wow, hard me. because they're they're a good family and they really support each other. But right now, it's kind of like they each have their own career goals. Oh, okay. And um, it's which one is going to take priority right now because somebody has to because their kids are also having some things happen that they need to be supported so it's like which one is going to help yeah. the kids and which one is going to do the job oh, so it's tough yeah i mean i'm married you're married yeah, i mean you exactly know. Ugh, yeah it's hard so um 
But uh, other than that, the movies, I just watched Ben is Back. Mm. And this is a great movie. It's with Julia Roberts and Lucas Hedges giving us amazing performances. Story is about a mom trying to help her addict son while he is back from rehab. It is written and directed by Peter Hedges, who is Lucas's father. It's a really good script, and I would recommend it. And I had tears. Mm. Uh, There was one part in it that really... um, it all gets me, but uh, that got me because she, um, you know, doesn't want her son to die. So she takes him to a cemetery and tells him, pick out your grave. Where do you want to be buried? Yeah. And he's like trying to go. She's all, no, where? Where you want buried? Because this is where you're going to end yeah. up. Yeah. You know and what? I might just want to like tie my own kid up, throw him in the basement and then be <laughs> yeah, like, no, I right? could just do it for you. Like, do you want me to just kill you now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, but that sounds really chilling, you know, like having my, you know, just going through that as a young person with that addiction and Mm -hmm. then having your parents, that's, that seems really hard. Yeah. So hopefully that helped by, you know, opening up the eyes and it's in their journey. You'll have to watch it. Okay. It's, it's, it's where do I watch this? Uh, I, I actually rented it from Netflix. Oh, I'm one. I'm thinking you might be able to, uh, stream it somehow. I also watched Triple Frontier, which is a Netflix movie with Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, and Oscar Isaac. And this is an action thriller about these ex-special ops soldiers who come together to steal money from a drug lord in South America. And what is interesting is we not only see the heist, but the aftermath, which tests their loyalty and their morality as they fight for survival. And it's an intense film it's, i love it's movies good like that. it's good i recommend that oh man but you know every heist movie i feel like is it really possible can you really get away with this well <gasps> they are really not getting away with it that's oh. that's why right. that's you know that's the also, people are after them so it's a twist okay i don't know if it's a twist it's, it's just okay you know feels somewhat realistic it's like mm. you do something and then people are after you okay and, I got to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So what TV shows and movies have you been currently watching? Well, you know, I am watching uh, reality shows too, but I started This Is Us season one, and I'm really loving that. I've heard so many reviews about it, and I said, I finally, I need to start that. So I'm, I'm still watching that. I watched The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I watch that on my downtime when mm-hmm. my when I have no kids at home, so I can really get my gossip and drama and <laughs> sass. Yeah, I need that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And this season is, it's been having me rolling on the floor. Like Portia, oh, I love that. she's yeah. hilarious. She's been so funny. She's pregnant now. She's got a man. She's happy. Everybody else. There's a new character. Um, and she, you know she's she's also really funny too. So all these comments that these women are making this uh-huh. season just have me laughing. Like I I love it. I, I love always it smiling. You, yeah, that's awesome. Um, on that reality show, and so uh, I recommend that one. Mm-hmm. I also am watching the new season of Project Runway. I am too. And I well, I just started it, and I think there's only a couple episodes so far. Yes. Uh-huh. Well. Unfortunately, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum. I know. I, I love them. I didn't They're know. Not that. on it right yeah. now for anyone that hasn't watched it. They've moved on to my son and I. We watched it together, and he's like, "Where's 
that dude, you know, like, oh, Tim. Because <laughs> I have a Tim Gun Tim Gun voice at home, and so he was asking about him, and we had to look it up, and I guess he's on a Netflix they're or both, Amazon show. They're both supposed to go mm-hmm. on a new show together, mm-hmm. a new, you know, uh, program or show. Yeah, I believe it's I believe it's Amazon. So okay. I'll have to find out exactly what that is mm-hmm. and if it's going to be a fashion show or what is this mm-hmm. about. So that is um, what I've watched this week as far as TV shows go. I also rented the movie A Star is Born and The Green Book. And let me tell you, A Star is Born, I thought this movie was really good. I knew what to expect once I realized that Bradley Cooper's character Mm -hmm. had an addiction problem. And that really saddened me. And actually, I when he was taking a sip of a cocktail, I was like... I think he's going to kill himself. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know if he was going to actually inflict himself or if he was just going to die with, like, right. organ failure yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. But I knew this character was going to die. This was an illness. Um, he truly displayed that he had a problem. And, he, you know, I just felt so bad for him. I loved his love interest, Lady Gaga's character. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just this girl working at a you know i think a restaurant maybe or casino or something right and she he just picked her up and gave her her stardom and she was amazing she carried herself well yeah you know she had that rock and roll lifestyle i love that she was just overwhelmed you know that first time he brought her up on stage oh yes oh well that's crazy it's like a dream come true Mm -hmm. right and her dad her yeah. dad was like, oh, I've watched this like a couple thousand times already you yeah. know, on YouTube. Yeah. And she had gotten so many you, I love that relationship. I had forgotten about that. But I really liked that relationship between them, too. Yes. I recommend you watching the Barbara Sosa and Chris Christopherson. I adore that. I'm I'm going to watch that. I mean, so. I, I, I was looking for it. And I guess it might have been on Netflix. It was on Netflix or, okay. at one time. Yeah. I still yeah. need to watch that. Yeah. So thanks for recommending that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the Green Book was a beautiful movie. It was a classic movie, retro. I love the story. I adore the relationships. I understand why he had to make that trip and do what he needed to do for himself. I know you haven't seen that movie yet. So no, I don't but I want to, and I'm going too to. too much away. Hopefully uh, within the next two weeks, I'll watch that. So it'll be on my list to do. Oh, you know what? I still have it, actually. Mm, okay. Maybe you could watch it tonight i don't know but maybe not it's so good um actually i was told before i rented the movie that there there's controversy and Mm -hmm. i you know do you remember the oscar controversy that was said by a director and i wasn't happy with that comment or remark so i had to see this movie for myself i didn't want to be i didn't want my mental judgment to change based on the other controversial comment that i was Mm -hmm. told about so i just went in watching the movie I loved it. I understand what people are saying about it. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me being an African-American either. So, you know, it's I, I'm going to leave that up to anyone's judgment, mm-hmm. whoever believes in um, the relationship in this movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I recommend it. It was motivating. It was funny. It was sad, honorable. Um, it won, you know, awards. So check it out. And... You know, even get your family together. Yeah. It was great. 
Well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We will be uploading a new episode Tuesday, April 9th. Our next show will be on The Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 15 and 16, the Season 9 finale. (laughs) You can find our blog listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.